You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. It's another episode of Jerking the Curtain with the Funkaholics Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a whirlwind of WWE information. We've got a lot going on. I feel like we've been doing a lot of talking lately, Mike. Just about. <laughs> My bad, hater Mike. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> but it's been a lot of information. Lot it of- has. I mean, WWE is just pumping out a lot of stuff for us and we got a lot of we got a lot of things to cover today, so we'll We'll get into it, guys. We're not going to do too much uh, jibber-jabber, but we are going to get into it. And there's a couple of topics that I want to bring up that's going to, I think, will make some really great discussion. But lo and behold, we are going to cover Raw and a little bit of NXT. We'll, we're on the road. Well, not on the road to WrestleMania, but we are very close to Elimination Chamber. Uh, today is... Thursday, so when you guys hear this, this will be out on Friday, and we'll be covering a little bit of what's going on, and then we'll do like a recap of what we saw on Elimination Chamber, thoughts, ideas, maybe some answers for the for uh, WrestleMania, now that we'll be getting closer. We got to get through March, and then April's right around the corner, so we've, uh, it's a, it, again, we say it all the time. Great time to be a wrestling fan. Great time. <laughs> All right, Mike. So uh, you already know what we do over here at the Funkaholics Podcast. We do a cheers to another great episode. Those are terrible. What is this? Don't be a hater. You know you like it. Look at that smile. Look at that smile. I wish everybody could see. Yay. I don't know, but it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. So what'd you make us, Mike? What do we got here? Just a simple gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Just a simple gin and tonic with some lime and a heavy pour. You can't <laughs> taste it. You can't. That's, okay. That's the surprising thing Is that about the dangerous it. part? That could be the dangerous part. All right. Yeah. Well, buck up, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> we might, uh, might get, Mike, Mike might get toasted over here and start uh, telling us uh, all of his... Uh, well, it's been a bad time for me, okay? Like, I'm, it's, I'm a little emotional still. Every time I turn on the TV, I have to rewind the Super Bowl. And then Monday happened. Monday happened. Jim, Jimmy happened. Jimmy. Damn it, Jimmy. Damn it. And I killed he got to finish his story. Oh my god! Never let you that one go. I think that one's just gonna be just permanently installed on here. Just <laughs> uh. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So we're gonna get into Raw. Uh, guys, Raw started off extremely hot. We got Cody versus Drew. This was an amazing match. It was, dude. It was. I mean, from the moment the bell rang, all the way to the very end. They were just going at each other. But we knew what was going to happen, right? Damn it, Jimmy. Technically, we kind of called it, but we didn't know exactly who was going to do it. And yeah. yeah. 
the bloodline showed up. We just didn't know which members of the bloodline was going to show up. Right. But the two goons showed up. Yeah. And Solo spiked him again. Dude, I was reading. Did you know that fucking Solo is 0-23 since fucking destroying John Cena? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I didn't he know. He does not want a fucking match. Well, has he done? Well, no. No. <laughs> so that's including house shows. Yeah, that's including everything, dude. He's been fucking losing left and right. Oh, wow. Well, they must <laughs> well I mean, I don't know if it's including house shows. It might possibly. Well, it has but, to like, be. Everything that's been on the show. No, well, dude. Um, Because he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been on Crown Jewel was, feels like fucking years ago. Right. So it has to include house shows. Maybe that's a that's a it's that's, a striking number, right? Yeah, you might as well go play for the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Something like that's trash. Yeah, that's rubbish. Actually, it's uh, very interesting. Why? Very interesting. That might that might play into all these storylines and all these. Uh, all these predictions that we're that we're <laughs> that we're coming up with and been and have been talking about. Yeah, I didn't know that. Solo might be fed up and been like, "Why the fuck am I in here if I'm not winning no matches?" But yet I'm over here busting my ass helping you win. Nobody's helping him. Nobody's helping him. Mm. Tick tick tick. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But guys, so raw, like I said, started off great. Cody and Drew. This is another match that I want to see in the future, like in the near future. Um, it was that good, and and I think they they did a phenomenal job. I would love a rivalry between these two. Drew's been on fire. Cody's been on fire. Cody's got Cody's the one that's got the rocket strapped to him. So, well, you know, we'll see where it goes. But the fans were definitely into it. Um, and yeah, it's just. Dude, it's just getting it's just getting good. It's getting better and better. So we'll see what happens there. But uh is there anything that you that you took away from that match you wanted to talk about? I want I want to see it complete. I don't want it with interference. They kind of have to do that right now though. I, I know, I know. <laughs> but that's what I it want it left me wanting more. Yeah. I want so to we'll, see I yeah. want to see it again. Um They were calling Drew a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. He took very offense to that. He did. Um, took advantage of something that he said some, from someone he hates. Yep. And got the dub. I mean, a win's a win. A win's a win. Win's a win. And that's the way Drew is looking at it. And it's fit, It's very fitting for the way his character's been lately. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But a um, couple other things that we have from Raw. We had DIY, The Miz, and R-Truth versus The Judgment Day. That was Finn Balor, Damian, JD, and Dominic. This one was... It was okay. It's not what I had hoped for. Um, Why? What was... Because R-Truth, dude. R-Truth does so much better with The Judgment Day and, like, the shit that he's doing. Um, this match just, it didn't sell me. I wasn't into it. Um, there was a couple things maybe that R-Truth did, but I didn't. It wasn't. Mm-mm. I agree. I just, I just wanted to get, I agree. Yeah. Um, 
him being the little tag along brother that you have to take to the mall, you know, it's great. I love it. Yeah. And for them to kind of keep trying to push that away, I don't, I'd rather have him be the little antagonist and, and I mean, let's, let's be honest. Judgment day is getting stale. Our truth gives them fire. You know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah, he's stoking the, you know, he's stoking the fire and, I agree, and you know, until they figure out who's the leader in, of that, it's gonna be kind of stale. Yeah, because like, that's nobody really. Do you really care who the leader is, whether it's Damian Priest or Rhea? Like, I, do do you do you? Care? I don't care. Yeah. And, and, well, I mean, it would be nice for somebody to step up, call the shots, and shit like that. Because I'm sick. I'm dude. I'm already sick and tired of, of the back and forth. Yeah, of Rhea and and Damian playing tennis, like. Get it over with and just pick one. I mean, the fans already say who it is. You know what I mean? But the other thing that I'm noticing, too, is it seems like Rhea's kind of pulling away from the Judgment Day. She's doing her own thing. She's calling her own shots. Uh, the fans are already treating her like a fucking baby face now. So I don't I don't know if there's going to be a turn or... I don't know. It'll be Elimination Chamber is going to be very interesting for a lot of storylines. I'm with you 100% on that. I mean, that, that like you said, the, the back and forth to playing tennis is it's drawn out. It's old. And our truth brought humor and light to that whole situation. Yeah. And it made you want to watch them when they would come, when they were coming on. I'm like, eh, well, like, yeah. let them talk whatever they had to say. It really didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've even said it all along, dude. Like, when Damien comes out and he fucking tells everybody, you know, all rise for the Judgment Day, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, when are you going to cash in your fucking briefcase so that we can get that out of your hands? And just Wait, put he that still has it? Us? Yeah. Jeez. He hasn't cashed in. Like, I haven't been paying attention, so. He's got. <laughs> I just wait for it. Like, like with Nor Our Truth, I don't pay attention. Yeah, he's got a few months, you know, to cash in. And, you know, we'll see what happens, but. I don't know. It's just it's just not something that I was feeling right now, something that I was into. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, Judgment Day is getting a little stale. They need to keep our truth with them if they want to keep them relevant. Cause, Agreed, 100%. I mean, they these tag teams, too, that they're building up, they need to give them an opportunity to take the belts off of them because, like I said, it's just... It's gotten old. It's old. It got old real fast. <laughs> yeah. It's not. And, and and they feel like Bloodline 2.0 because of the way that they were throwing all the belts at them and shit like that and putting them on them. Um, you even had Rhea Ripley talking like um, like Roman and going in there and fucking challenging Roman, you know, in so many words. So that's all I was saying. Like, it's just it's time to move on from Judgment Day. <laughs> I would love to see Finn Balor join AJ Styles and the Good Brothers, but obviously we see they're they're having issues. So yeah, they can't get right. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of turmoil and there's like uh, there's a lot of question marks with the factions right now that are in the WWE. So like I said, we'll see where it goes. Uh, we had the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> not. Uh, Damn it, Jimmy. Jay Main Event Uso versus Gunta. Gunta, the champion. We thought Imperium was going to fuck this up, right? I did. 
That's what I thought too. But it makes sense on who spoiled the whole thing for Jay, right? Yeah. And what are they telling us? They have to. They have. We're to. gonna have a we're gonna have a match between the two at WrestleMania. It has to happen. So they're so we're gonna get back to them in a in a moment because there's some great articles here on Bleacher Report that just kind of raise your eyebrow like the rocks and it's gonna like I said, we'll see if it brings some interesting conversation to the table. So we had the last chance elimination chamber qualifying battle royal. We had uh, Meechin versus Albafire versus Alina Vega versus Shayna Blazer versus Zoe Stark. Um, Zoe, did she win this one? Yeah, Zoe won it. Pretty sure. Think you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Zoe won this one. Um, but it was um it was it, it it was a cool match. Um we have Oh no. So who was out? Because they didn't announce Shayna Baszler, Zoe, Raquel, Raquel, Lee. Oh, so they didn't list all. Cause I was like, there was more in this match. So we the, more of the participants, guys. We had um, Raquel showed up. That was exciting. Um, she got a good pop from the crowd. Everybody loves Raquel. That chick has a amazing smile. Uh, and then I love it when she talks in Spanish and she calls these she calls these girls like chicas and <laughs> she gets in her in her Latin roots, but. Uh, we had Zia Lee, we had Valhalla, we had Tegan Knox, Natalia, Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, Maxine Dupree, Ivy Nile, Electra Lopez, B Fab, Katana Chance, um, uh, uh, Chelsea Green, Isla Dawn, and Alba Fire. So, guys, there was a lot going on in here. Um, dude, Raquel was just tossing out people left and right. That was amazing. I was loving that part, and I was feeling like she was going to get the win. Um, the the one, <laughs> so they left us kind of like a little bit of a cliffhanger, real quick, because we thought, okay, cool, Raquel got the win, but then lo and behold, all of a sudden there's Chelsea <laughs> coming from under the mat. Or yeah, something. From, yeah, she was hanging out on, on the bottom. I don't know, but. Uh, I found it very interesting. I thought it was cool. And, you know, Raquel got a hold of her and tossed her out the ring. So, okay. yeah, there it is. Done deal. I love that Raquel is being added to the Elimination Chamber because now it makes it a lot more interesting because all the, all the people that we had in it already, it was a lot of smaller ones. Like, you had Becky in there. You had um, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. You've got who else is in there now? You've got Bianca. You've got um, because all of them were like literally in the middle of the Stratton. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, Tiffany Stratton. She's a wild card. Um, I'll 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 be interested in in that one. We um, I'm trying to think of. We had a photo of all the girls in the ring earlier. Let me see. Becky was cutting a promo. Oh, so we got Naomi. 
And yeah, so we've got we've got um we've got Becky, Raquel, Liv, Naomi, Tiffany, and Bianca. So that's that's who <clears throat> that's who our six are gonna be for the elimination chamber. We're uh we'll go into predictions towards the end of the podcast, guys. So we'll we'll put our names out there of who we think is gonna win on the on the female and male end. And and we'll see where we go from there and kind of give a reason why we think this person's gonna win or what possible great story could go along with that. I think Raquel changes this up though and she makes it a lot better because if they would have selected someone else, I don't know. I don't know how excited I would have been about it. I kind of feel like the match may it would have been okay. It would have been okay. So then we've got a showdown with Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax, um, an in-depth interview. I that lasted like two minutes. Yeah, I really didn't get anything out of it. I mean, I do love the fact that these that these two powerhouses are going against each other. I would love. So let's be honest, guys. We're not. Rhea's not going to lose the title at Elimination Chamber, which. I mean, part of me says sucks because I would love to see Nia get an opportunity. I would love to see the the strap wrapped around her. I think she's getting closer to being to to getting that time. Right now, obviously, the bigger thing that Becky Lynch is pushing, and you know, everybody wants to see Rhea versus Becky, which I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see that at all, especially for WrestleMania, but. That's where they might be pushing. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they got. Hopefully it's just a smoke smoke screen and we get something different. Yeah, because why? The one thing that I do want to see though is I want to see Nia push Rhea all the way to the end. Like Rhea really needs to like Dom comes out and helps type stuff. Something, but I want to see Rhea like literally be on the verge of like. I'm going to lose this title. I, I think Nia can push her there. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to take it away from Rhea here. I want Nia to win. I'm pulling yeah. for her. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see that. I would definitely love to see that. Uh, let's see, guys. So we have we had Becky cutting a promo. All the girls came in. We got... A lot of back and forth. Everybody basically saying why they're going to uh, why they're going to win the elimination chamber. Uh, I think one of the best things that we took from there was Bianca Belair telling Tiffany, "Like you just got here like Tuesday." Yeah, you just got here like Tuesday, and uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, like you don't talk to the EST like that. So we had that. Well, what happened at the end of that with? So they all got into it, right? Yeah, they all started fighting with each other, and then Nia came in and started squashing all of them. Because nobody thinks that. Nobody's giving her any respect. Yeah, nobody's. Everybody's looking at Nia like. You're just in the way. Yeah, exactly. So that was was pretty cool. We got Chad Gable versus Ivar. Not even going to go into that much. (laughs) Gable defeated uh, defeated Ivar. (laughs) Done deal. (laughs) 
I think, dude, for Chad Gable, I think he needs to get away from Alpha Academy. Whoa, agreed. Yeah, like I'm, I'm so I'm like so tired of them calling him coach and shit like that. And it's just, it's that one. You're beating a dead horse, and it's not, it's not getting any better. You're just drawing it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already talked about the Intercontinental match. So, I'd say overall, dude, with what Raw gave us, I'd say it's right around a B plus, maybe maybe a B. I know the Bleach Report reporters were looking at it right now. They gave them a score of an A, but. My biggest takeaways, dude, is obviously Cody and Drew stealing the show. The surprise element of Jimmy interrupting Jay's match and screwing him over on that one. Once again, <laughs> that's you. Did you know that's three championship matches in like four or five months that he's ruined for his brother? Yep, and that's why they're building it up to a WrestleMania match. We've talked about it before, Mike. We, you know, everybody wants to see brothers knock the shit out of each other, and no, yeah, and it's it's good, it's good for it's good for ratings, yeah. But it should be for the intercontinental. So here's here's one of the things that I was looking at, and I want to go back into this one, into into this one for for WWE, but they're. So there's a couple of topics in here that I want to cover that I want to talk about because I find them very, very interesting. Oh, dude. So real real quick, this one was very interesting. So Randy Orton did an interview, and they asked him, they're like, did you have any idea about CM Punk? And he's like, no. He goes, I was lacing up my boots. Triple H came in, say, hey, you, you look great. Are you ready? And he's like, yeah. And he's all, oh, by the way, CM Punk showing up. Wow. And Randy Orton was like, you got to be fucking with me. And he's like, no, I'm not. He goes, this literally happened minutes ago. So... We got that was an interesting behind so the scenes story. He was the first one to know. Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton was the first one to know. I, I'm sure he was <laughs> didn't want to be the first one to know, right? Uh, so we've got some backstage rumors that they always write on here. Uh, we've got the latest on the Rock promo. Uh, there's rumors of Rey Mysterio returning soon. Uh, let's check this one out and see what we got going on here. Um, latest on the Rock and Roman's Reign Smackdown promo the Rock and Roman's Reign first promo segment together on the February 16th episode of Smackdown was a mixed bag but we now know who was behind it so Aaron Varble of SES Scoops wrote Roman Reigns and The Rock had major influence on the script. In the end, it was a discussion between Triple H, Roman, Heyman, Rock, and Brian uh, Jewitz. 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 Michael Hayes produced the segment as he produces practically all of Roman Reigns' segments and matches. That is not particularly surprising. 
As a report stated, Hayes has been long involved with Reigns' work while Gerwitz is well-known architect of some of The Rock's best stuff dating back to the Attitude Era. Heyman's involvement, considering his role in carefully crafting the bloodline, makes sense, and Triple H is the man at the helm of WWE Creative. The question is whether there were too many people involved in the creative process. And right there, guys, that's where I want to stop is too many hands are in the pot on this. They need to pull back and they just need to go back to what they know and what works. That's letting The Rock freestyle. That's letting Roman do what he does. And Heyman right. And Heyman still keep keep the glue. You know what I mean? He is the glue to this, you know, to this whole thing. But... Uh, this is one interesting topic that I wanted to talk about because even though The Rock was chopping down Salt Lake or Utah, it did feel it, it, it felt somewhat forced and it felt somewhat very non rock like. It felt like The Rock was like a rookie all over again. It was like he was coming from NXT. Yeah. Like he, you know, he he was struggling and we know that uh, that's not like The Rock. We know that The Rock is you know we, when he shows up, he shows up and w- he he practices and he studies everything that he does. It'll be different on yeah. Friday. Yeah. It'll it, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, rumors, guys, that Mysterio is coming back. Obviously, the person he's probably going to go after is Santos Escobar. Um, really, I am not a Rey Mysterio fan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. I mean, I'm not a big fan of his either. Yeah, uh, let's just move on. <laughs> Not a fan of his son either. His, yeah, <laughs> definitely not his son. But like, with, with with Ray, it's just it's time. Well, it's it's not that. So the thing that bugs the shit out of me the most is just that he's like, dude, they like mass produce the shit out of this dude. He's got all this shit going on. He's you know, he's, he brought his son into this, and I kind of feel like that was part of the contract. Like he told Vince, "Like, I'll be your face. I'll be your. I'll be your face, but my son's got to come along as his package." And uh, yeah, it, it's just I'm I'm over Ray Mysterio. Yeah, it's like, time. Yeah, it's definitely I mean, time. The Valentine's Day segment where Dom <laughs> is taking out Rhea and telling her he knows how to make some wicked hooch out of a toilet. That was funny. And then for them to show up where they're going to go have dinner and Ray and his wife are already sitting there. Like that was, that was you know, that was kind of funny too. But like I said, it's, it, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Yeah. So here's one that I wanted to talk to you, Mike, because I know you hold Jay Deer in your heart, but they're not just Jay Jimmy as well. <laughs> Like, more Jay. More Jay. Don't even lie. Yeah, because I feel bad for the guy. Like, no, okay, Jay's my guy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Jay's let's, let's be honest here. That's my dude right So there. what this writer is telling us is, has WrestleMania 40 already botched the Jay and Jimmy match that they're pretty much, pre- or 
they're basically telling us is going to happen. Okay, so botched. This guy is saying that it's happening too early. What has he been watching? He's a writer. I mean, he's been screwed out of. <laughs> like you, he's been screwed out of three titles. Like what? It like, how is it too early? Yeah. Are, it, it's are we too late? Is what we should be asking. That's a possibility. You know, seeing them square off in the Royal Rumble was amazing. Yeah. To be one and two. That. That was amazing. Yeah. And so I don't I don't know where he's coming from. I I, I guess I should probably read it and dissect it and 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 watch a little bit more. But to me, outside looking in, it's it's time. Yeah. And well, I mean, Jay's got to answer for all this shit that Jimmy's been doing. Yeah, like he can't just let his older brother by minutes keep punking him. Yeah. And like we've talked about it, we this is what we want. We I want this more than Cody and Roman. <laughs> Let's get, over, with you. let's get it over with. You just made the list. <laughs> you can hate all you want. <laughs> this is true for me. I want to like, I want to see it. Yeah. Give it to me. And you give it, you know, they keep, here you go. No, you don't. Here you go. No, you don't. So here's where I'm at with this match. And you're probably going to be disgusted by what I say. More than likely. But go ahead. <laughs> I want to see this end in a DQ. Because I want the story to continue. I still want Jay and Jimmy to have a rift, but I want them to solve it at SummerSlam. Why? Because the story needs it. The blood, like, if Jay beats Jimmy, then then where does Jimmy's story go with the bloodline? He goes back to being the black sheep. He's finally getting some recognition from the tribal chief. And then you're going to go and have Jay kick his ass. And he's back in. He's, he's back at the end of the line again. Well, (laughs) I want to see them go at it so bad that it's in a DQ, but yet Roman looks at Jimmy and is like, you know what, man, you fought your ass off. Like, that 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 match, like you you were right there, and then we still see shit happening between the two of them as it carries on down to SummerSlam. Okay, so, but it all depends on where what happens with Roman. Why? We already had this discussion, Mike. I gave you the story. Yeah, I know. I wrote it for you. It kind of sucked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm rolling my eyes right now because you know I didn't like it. Fine, like, I just wanted. Where did they go? Jimmy's already in the back of the line. Hell, Solo doesn't even shake his hand. Yeah, but he's finally getting recognition. Solo's gonna be Solo, dude. 
Solo's doesn't change he left nobody. His brother Hagen. I don't even time. think he, if Jay was still in there. I don't even think he would shake Jay's hand. I think he was more a Jay brother than a Jimmy brother. No, that's that's, that's that you, hater shit that's right you, there. That's you reaching, man. That's you just wanting it to be about Jay. It is about Jay. <laughs> And that's this is why he has a brother. This is why he's going like he's that. He's got a bunch of brothers. Yeah, Papa was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah, but this is why we. This is why we're here, right? It's always been about Jay. Jimmy doesn't like that. Well, he's Jim, being outshined. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't want to get outshined because Jimmy's head is all fucked up. The way that uh, the way that Romans manipulated him, the same shit that Roman did to Jay in the very beginning. When these two were riding together and, and the bloodline was starting. Because remember, Jay was go Jay was on his own for a while because Jimmy was going through that ACL injury. Right, he got hurt. Yeah. And then Roman came in all of a sudden, beating the shit out of Jay every moment that he got. And then Jimmy was the one to come to the rescue and be like, all right, dude, we got it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Now, it's it's flipped. Jimmy wasn't liking what he was seeing from Jay or where Jay was being put. Obviously, he didn't like that they were considering Jay as the next head of ta- as the next head of the table. Okay. So now Jay, now Jimmy's getting recognition. You want to see Jimmy just lose all that recognition right at WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. He screwed his brother out of three title matches. We screwed him. We need more, though. No Vaseline. You got to build Jimmy up. For what? So that it makes it, we got two megastars. Jimmy doesn't hold a candle to Jay right now. That is true. That's true. And everybody's always liked Jay over Jimmy, even when nobody even cared about the Usos. It was always Jay. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Build Jimmy up. Okay. So where do you go from here? So back to this. How did they? How how is it botched? They're saying because it's happening too early. That's why I'm saying it should end in a disqualification. The story continues, and then they settle their differences at SummerSlam. So. So we really haven't seen. Okay, so and that's fair. That that is a fair article. That WrestleMania doesn't have to give us all the answers. No, WrestleMania it, it, just has to be a great match. But why does it have win to, or lose or disqualification? Why does it have to happen at WrestleMania? We hadn't had enough other than him interfering. We only had them face off one time for a brief moment for two minutes. But it has a WrestleMania impact. That's a WrestleMania match. Okay. Okay, but we have we haven't built up to it yet. Well, we're getting there, but right. I'm saying it needs to continue. WrestleMania can help put that match to where everybody's wanting it at SummerSlam. SummerSlam's a big show too, right? So SummerSlam's not small. No, so why don't they just do it at SummerSlam? That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I just don't care what like what. Cody gotta finish his story. <laughs> That's what you are right now, Jake. Maybe. <laughs> Fine. I don't care as long as Jay wins. Whenever it happens, it happens. Yeah. I but, uh, but I'm saying, though, the impact of these two together, that is a WrestleMania match. Agreed. But I'm saying, don't end it there. Let both of them 
catch some heat. And like I said, they make the match to where we see it and it's like, holy shit, these dudes. Like, it's almost like when Rocky and Apollo fucking knock each other out at the same time. Granted, Rocky gets up, but still, we have, we have both. Like, if they counted both of them out. You'll be happy. They, yeah, they super keep they super kick each other in the face, and they both knock each other out. I would love that because now I know that the story's still going to continue. Now we just push Jimmy up because now Jimmy's at the level of Jay, and then they keep doing some fuckery with each other. All it's going to do is just make it even better. It's going to prolong the story. It's going to give more to the bloodline, and then it's going to get to SummerSlam. And then we're really going to want some type of win here. I agree. But first of all, Jimmy is always going to be Robin. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get that out, out the way. <laughs> right. But no. Uh, I think okay. Robin beat Batman at one time. One time. <laughs> one time. What are you, the little giants? Well, one time. Jimmy needs that. He's been beating his ass this whole time. He screwed him out in three matches. What yeah, but that's not work? a straight-up match. Yeah, he's that's a pro- cheating. Because yeah, he's a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't want to see it just because you're such a big Jay fan. Because he's the Batman to his Robin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Even when the story's right, you're like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> And that county gotta finish his story. <laughs> oh man, Mike, y'all full of that bitch assness today, man. You know what? You're not having those drinks anymore, dude. <laughs> Did you put salt in those too? <laughs> I'm, I'm still salty. Oh, he, had, he had him beat one. He speared him five times. <laughs> had him one, two, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. <laughs> but it's the way cookie crumbles, man. <laughs> so it's good though. When it's you gonna be good. When you have a brother that doesn't want you to be above him, he's gonna do everything he can to hurt you. And Jimmy's doing it. <laughs> Hater. Hater. <laughs> oh man, so We've got we got news that CM Punk is trolling The Rock and trolling Drew. Big surprise there. He wants Whoopee. to stay relevant. Um, you sent me that video about Cody bringing CM Punk out afterwards, after Raw was over or whatever. So I guess, I don't know if they're just trying to keep the heat on CM Punk or if they feel sorry for him or I don't know what's going on there. I really don't care about it because, again, I'm not a CM Punk fan. Um, so as we knew, which we found very interesting, Shotzi did blow out her knee. Yeah, unfortunately. And I didn't snap, dude. I think I was just so in my, I was so in my feelings and not knowing like what the fuck I was thinking. But NXT was pre-recorded because when NXT was getting ready to come on, Shotzi showed a picture of her of herself in the hospital getting ready for surgery and then explaining like I'm crushed I'm you know I'm I'm going through my emotions I've had a and she has had a rough year she's had she's lost both of her fathers 
uh, on the positive end, you know, she did get married. Her sister, you know, was diagnosed with cancer, is going through that. So Shotzi's had a lot on her plate, and then also she's still trying to wrestle. And then the worst thing to happen is her blowing her knee. But she did blow her knee against Lyra Valkyria during their championship match on this recent episode in NXT, which was pre-recorded. The way that it happened was really blowing my mind. So Shotzi had Lyra on the ropes. Shotzi was outside of the ring. Shotzi went to, I don't know, I forget what the move is called, but she's basically like grabbing her and like launching her against the ropes with like her weight carrying her on Lyra. As she pulls her down. As she pulls her down. And she just, she lands on the, she lands on the mat and then there goes the knee. And it's a routine move. You see that. Yeah. And almost every match you see that move. One of the things, so I made a comment on Bleacher Report and I said this, I go, Shotzi needs to get off of the Becky Lynch diet. Put on some weight, do some deadlifts or some squats, like get the legs stronger again. Because even when I saw her at a live at a live show, dude, she was a twig, a twig. Some fan commented like, we'll give her a break. She's been going through a lot. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is these superstars are wrestling. What? three to four times a month and they have to do that for a year and then they're traveling and doing all this stuff. She needs to pack some weight on. She needs to be, have some stability. Like I'm surprised she didn't break in half earlier than that. I'm so I'm still surprised that Becky Lynch has not She's, but she's had some shoulder injuries. I don't know what's going on with these females do, but you don't see Bianca going through this shit. No, you don't see who else are well. Who else are some of the the stronger looking girls? Jade Cargill. Yeah, she's. But we haven't been able to see her wrestle, so she doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on her yet. But I'm. I mean, the way she's built, she doesn't look like she's going to be one that's going to get injured. Charlotte. Charlotte was doing great when she was thicker. All of a sudden, she got on this diet too. Torn ACL. ACL. Cora Jade. Cora Jade actually put on weight. She's got a tor- torn ACL, but I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just a if 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 it's a bad bug that's going around right now. Or, in all honesty, I still think that they need it though, because how are these girls going to be doing slams and shit like that when they have nothing under them? You know, it's like everybody skipped leg day. <laughs> you know, so. In, in in her defense, it was a freak accident. Like, that was one of the ones that was really routine. And yeah. It just happened to... I don't... You, you can't even... They don't even show it. Like, you don't see it. Just... Oh, so she's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, the moment she jumped down, she dropped to the floor. She even tried giving getting up. And I give Shotzi so much credit on that. She got up out of anger... And she hopped around, and they were like, no, you need to lay down. We need to get you out of here. So. And that's part of sports. And that that happens in every sport. But you, you're you all right. Like, you know, Becky Lynch, she looks like she's 105 pounds. Yeah. 
Shotzi, it's Shotzi was right in line with yeah, her. Yeah, she's extremely skinny, and there's just it's, it's like they don't have no muscle, it's no muscle. Yeah, and she just she landed normal. It seemed like it, her knee just buckled. Yeah. But, I mean, when you don't have no muscle around that or anything, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, it's just like maybe, you know, people are skipping leg days all of a sudden. But, I don't know. We'll see, you guys. And it's not, we're not talking bad about Shotzi. Obviously, we want her to recover. She's one of my favorite wrestlers. If you guys were able to see, I've got her all over the wall. I've got a bunch of her signed prism cards. So, guys, I am a Shotzi fan. So, being such a, a hardcore Shotzi fan, I do get upset when I see what she's going through the way she looks, and I just want her to get right. So hopefully this nine months off that she has, hopefully it's the reset that she needs and she'll come back bigger, badder than ever. We need the ballsy badass back. Uh, she's gonna, If any of these girls are doing anything right now or need to do anything, they need to be following Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is fucking doing shit being a month maybe two months out of surgery already and i'm scared that charlotte's gonna start grabbing weights and doing squats like real squats you know what i mean because she's progressing that fast that fast we haven't seen much with cora jade um it would be great to see like you know the the recovery that she's going through i would absolutely love to see these girls working with charlotte because she can help get them over that hump because if you think about it each one of them is probably like about anywhere from two to three weeks behind Charlotte. You know what I mean? On on all these ACL tears. So we'll see. Some other interesting news that came up is Montez Ford is saying 100% he wants a UFC fight. Bianca Belair is open to a WWE match with UFC stars. Okay. That makes sense. Same company. What is Montez thinking? I don't even think he has an MMA background. He has wrestling. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he was probably like, you know, high school wrestler, collegiate wrestler, wrestler and shit yeah. like that. I know he is former military. I I, so I believe he he's a former Marine. So he probably has some kind of mixed martial arts. Yeah, some combat skills, but... I don't know, dude. I mean, fuck. If, if that's the case, put him in the ring with CM Punk because we know CM Punk can't win a match in MMA. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I, I found this baffling. I was just like, where the fuck is Montez coming on this? What do you, what are your thoughts on that, Mike? He's trying to stay relevant. He, he's trying to hold a candle to his, his wife. Yeah, she's... If you watch... If you watch the reality show between the two of them, you can definitely see that he's very far behind his wife. <laughs> he has to. He just has to be. That just has to be okay with him. Like, yeah, he just has to be okay with it. Let her do what she does. And she's she's good. People love her. Right. She moves the needle. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Get in there when you can. Yeah. Give it time. Let it. You know. There's. The size that he put on, phenomenal. I love it. I think the dude looks great. I'm just not drinking the Montez Ford Kool-Aid right now. 
stay as a street prophet. Then when you guys get the opportunity to break up and then we get that match between the two of you, then we'll see where it goes from there. But right now I'm just not, I'm not feeling Montez. No. So here's another one, Mike. We are covering a lot of topics today. Why the Rock's best WWE WrestleMania 40 opponent isn't Roman Reigns or Cody Rhodes? Who do you think that they're talking about on here? Give me your guess. I'm not going to show it, but give me your guess and then I'll. It has to be Mr. Rollins. Seth Rollins? Mm -hmm. Architect. You are correct. So. I already said I wanted I want to see that. You did say that. What do you to me, I don't think that's a bad idea. I actually like it. I still want to see my story happen though, where like I said, we have Cody as the champ. Roman loses it because the rock screws up. And then we have our storyline building with Rock. And then we see Cody and Roman. Down the line, maybe the next WrestleMania next year. Because it's going to take the paths in different ways, but it's going to allow them to build right back up to WrestleMania 41. What does that have to do with The Rock? (laughs) The end of the day, what does that like? Even so, The Rock's going to be in there, dude, and he's going to establish a storyline with with Roman. The only problem I, the only problem I have with that is I don't want to see the Rock with the belt. Makes no sense. Yeah, but he's getting he's getting the heavyweight belt, the one that needs to wrestle every Monday. You think that fool's gonna be there every Monday? He's saying that he's got one last run in him. So I mean, if he's gonna be doing that, hats off to him. Yeah, hats off you, to him. But, but do you think he is? No, absolutely okay. not. But if he were to carry the title on him, I mean, dude, The Rock can do whatever he wants, too. He's, he can say, like, you know what? This title means nothing to me, and I wanted to, like, I mean, there, there's there's some way that they can spin it. But I think it would be, I think it would be a great thing to where it creates, like I said, it's just, it's prolonging, it's prolonging the storyline, dude. Okay, so they're going to be on different nights. The Rock can still beat Seth, take the title, screw over Roman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's why I asked you, what does that have to do with And think about it. Think about it. So what what other way to piss Roman off even more? Roman's going to be looking at him, he's like, you're wearing your fucking belt, where's mine? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you you fucked up. Yeah, you You fucked up. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It writes itself. It just keeps, you know, it, it, it looks, it. Okay. So if that happens, the bloodline breaks up. It's going to break up. No. You don't think so? No. Cause solo, solo and Jimmy are still going to look at Roman being like, well, you didn't lose the title, but that was Roman. That was, that was the rocks. Fuck up. I can see Jimmy, but solo was sent by the elders. I dude, I don't. Solo's been so quiet right now. That's the scary part. I don't know if they're going to have him do anything yet. I mean, that's the scary part. If Solo break, if if The Rock pulls rank, 
Solo's going to go with the rank. Roman's already walking around second in command. Yeah, but we haven't even seen any indication from Solo that he's ready to walk with the rock. Only time will tell. We'll see. Because as... I because it's gonna if Roman walks away out out of WrestleMania champion, I won't be shocked. But I will be shocked. I will be shocked. And like I because they built up Cody way so, too high so much. That's where I'm gonna be shocked. It wouldn't shock me. Like okay, well. I mean, it's going to continue the bloodline. It's going to be stronger. WWE better have the fucking, they better have extra security at fucking WrestleMania if Cody loses. Because these fans are going to fucking lose their minds. We're already seeing it. I know. It's already built up to that. But would you, if Roman walked away, would that surprise you at all? Just, just, would it surprise you? Yes, right now with the way everything is. Okay. Me, it wouldn't. But it was, I would still be shocked if he... Because then all WWE is telling us is they're doing Cody as they did his dad back in the day when his dad was supposed to have the title and they pulled it from him. That's rough, yeah. I mean, but, we, we do know history repeats itself, but this is something that shouldn't. Okay, but... I know they want Cody here. Can he get him? Can he get the WWE to where Roman is? Cody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And more. Yeah. And then it's a done deal. He's our, I mean, dude, he's already showing that he's there. Then it's a done deal. So... Where do we go from here then? If it's a done deal, it's a wrap. Where do we go? The if that's a great plot, if the Rock does interfere, you already have all those storylines established. So you have the confrontation between the Rock and Cody. We still don't know what the Rock told Cody when Cody told him, "There you go, man. Go ahead, get your WrestleMania match." We have the storyline between The Rock and Roman. If Ro- if Rock does fuck it up, we have the we have the trail that's going to lead him and Roman back together. If if the storyline does follow that way, we got a trilogy because now they're one and one. Roman can stand on that all day, and it builds up to it, dude. There's still a lot more wrestlers that are out there. That these guys can build side stories with that will carry it in. Cody was getting stale, and what did they do? They threw Shinsuke Nakamura in there. That was at least what? Two weeks. A month and a half worth of matches. Yeah. We could have a turn between Jay and Cody. Or we could have something developing between Jay and Roman. Because we've got this, we got the shit going down with Jay and Jimmy. Roman might be showing more love towards Jimmy now, and if Jay does something about it, then that's going to piss Roman off. There's all kinds of different, <coughs> there's all kinds of different storylines that can carry us out and get us where we need to be. 
Braun Breaker's in the mix now. He's showing up on SmackDown. Yeah. We could have a we could have a, a roster shakeup. If Cody's the universal champion, he can go over to SmackDown and challenge whoever the fuck he wants. Right? Somebody has to come over, right? <laughs> Cody can go wherever he wants. He's the universal champion. That's what Roman's doing right now. Dude, if you go down the list of all the beefs that Roman has with all the wrestlers, <laughs> he has a storyline for the next fucking 10 years in WWE. True. That's what they'll build up with Cody. Cody even has the ultimate story of all ultimate stories. Legacy. Him and Randy Orton. Would you want to see that? Yes. Yes. That makes great storytelling, dude. It extends it out. And it and that's what wrestling's been about right now. We even played it last week. Roman saying, we're not doing TikTok shit or anything like that. We're doing real fucking story writing. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting take. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, they there's, there's still so much. There's still so much that we do. Cody and LA Knight haven't even crossed paths yet. Do you want to see that? Yeah, I do want to see that. L.A. Knight's up there. He needs somebody. Cody and Gunther, that's another one I would love to see. I would rather see that than L.A. Knight. That's like Hulk Hogan versus Nikolai Volkov, dude. Right, and I would like to. I would rather see that than L.A. Knight. Go, L.A. Knight, go play with Logan Paul. <laughs> dude, L.A. Knight, they, they need to give him... He's on a high... And they need to keep it there, and they need to give him something. Because right now, it's the flame is starting to go out. And they they need to cash in on L.A. Knight before it's too late and the fans forget about him. You're right. You're right. So they need to give him a push. What better way to give him a push than starting storylines? Dude, they even threw him in the ring with Roman, and he had Roman on the ropes. If that's telling you WWE doesn't... Uh, doesn't like this guy, then I don't, I don't know. I no, don't. It, they do. They really do. But you're you're right. You hit it. His his flame is going out as fast as his lid was lit. It's dimming down just as fast. Yeah. And he needs something. They 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 need to stoke that fire and get the flame going again. But is it his fault or is it their fault? Right now, I would say it's WWE's fault because it's all the writing and where they're putting them. But right now, they're so focused on Cody and Roman and Rock. Everybody else is just by the wayside. Yeah, they're 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 just trying to stay relevant. Drew Drew McIntyre is doing a hell of a job, and that's my that's what I'm saying. Like Drew's doing. Seth is doing great, but those are those are veterans that have been around that know how to. 
stay relevant when they need to. Right. Even CM Punk is finding ways to stay relevant. Yeah. Even injured, you know? So, what's LA Knight's excuse? He doesn't have one, dude. It's just not... It's just not in the cards. It's it's WWE not giving him what he needs. They're put, They're pushing him with between him and AJ Styles, which is a great match. Is it? No. It is. Dude, that's TNA history right yeah, there. Yeah, but I mean... You're being one of those fans right now. Yeah, I am. Like, no, I am. <laughs> is it? But that, so hear me out. Going back what what you said, given that push, is that the push he needs? That's not the push that he okay, needs. Okay, So that's what I'm saying. So is it a great match? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But is it going to help him, him out? Well, that's another that's another name to put on the resume. Yeah, he's already punked him. Yeah, but they haven't had a match. No. No, and I think it's the I, same I think, argument that we're having between Jimmy and Jay. No, and I think that's a side <laughs> rivalry, right? I think that they just there to annoy each other. I, I I agree with you. Like he does need a push, and Randy Orton would be that push. Thank you. AJ Styles is not going to give him what he needs to see to have that match. But it'll get him there. But to have that match is just what are they doing boxing, Mike? Now. No, when 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 these young boxers are coming up, what do they do? They go through the ranks. They go through the ranks, but they put names in those in their way. Right? Yeah. You were just looking at the poster on the wall. You're like, damn, Oscar De La Hoya, Julio Cesar Chavez, ninety six. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, but Julio Cesar Chavez was way past his prime to even be fighting Oscar. Yeah, and they should. knew that. Yeah. But they put him in there because that's a name that he needs to have on the resume. So they do the same thing with wrestling. You build these resumes. And then when you look at it, and then when they're writing the story and they're telling us the story of why these two have crossed paths or this is how they got here, they show all the other names that they got through. Right? I agree with you. But is is that really a name that he needs to get that do that. It's a name that's going to help him get to where he needs to be. That's fair. I mean, we I, just said it though. All the focus is on Cody and Roman right now. So what happens? These guys are they're grabbing whatever they can. Grabbing that straws. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that. And like it's so going back to that, he went out and messed up AJ's match. There was nothing in return. That has to tell you something. It hasn't come yet. Something could very well happen at Elimination Chamber. True. But wouldn't you think he would want, if they were going to have him really cross paths? What bigger way to stab somebody in the back, though, than fucking... What if... What if LA Knight has whoever it is on the ropes and getting ready to pin them, and they have the pin, and AJ fucking steps in? What okay. better way to stab him in the back, right? But why even let him get there? It's my point. Like, he could have just... They, that that should have been an elimination well, he chamber sto- match. He could have stopped him from getting in there. Right, and that's what... But what better... What makes it even better? When you're that close and you have that shot right in your hands and they take it away. 
I didn't that happen on Monday? Didn't that happen to Jay? <laughs> Shit. I mean, okay, whatever. Jerk. You don't want to agree today, dude. I'm taking that glass out of your head. <laughs> this is good conversation, though, man. This I just, is really I good. just think he needs to just. It, it needs to be him and Orton. Yeah, and and, and we got to get him there. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, let's be honest, Orton's, well, we don't really know what's going on with Randy Orton right now. He doesn't, he's kind of in limbo. Yeah, he hasn't really done too much. We don't know who he's establishing, you know, who he's establishing a storyline with, which, I mean, when it comes to Randy Orton, he's an RKO away from starting a storyline with anybody, you know? Uh, Will Elimination Chamber could very well tell us that things could start up. One, a storyline that I would love to see that I feel was kind of because of the injuries and shit like that and because both of them were baby were faces at the time, but I also want to see Drew and, and Randy Orton start up some shit. I would love that. And... Let's be honest, we've got six wrestlers in the Elimination Chamber where we're going to have more storylines developing because there's there's we've got wrestlers in there that haven't wrestled each other. So, is it, am I mistaken, but isn't Drew wrestling LA Knight Friday, tomorrow? I want to say, I know, I know he he did he had two matches this week. It might be. So, I think Drew is making a name for himself. Oh, dude, Drew is on, and he's gonna, and nobody's gonna stand in his way. Yeah, Drew's on a path to where, I mean, like I said, he's a safe pick for Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a safe pick because that's the way. That's the way everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, I I consider that the safe pick. So he's your favorite. The favorite. He's not my favorite to win this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why. But I'm saying that, like, if you talk to any WWE fan out there, they'll be like, "Oh, Drew McIntyre is going to win it," because that's what the storyline is telling us. Right now, unless they. Take a right. Yeah. I mean, unless they change it up, but. And they have done that on us. I mean. Late of, as of late. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Elimination Chamber is literally two days away from us. Not even two days. The way that it, the time that it starts at, it's like it's, a day. It's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean. Everybody wants Roman, I mean, uh, Roman Drew to have his WrestleMania moment. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that they're pushing this. But like you said, come WrestleMania, there could be a swerve. We don't even know. I mean, we don't even know that Drew could win. I mean, Elimination Chamber. There's also rumors out there that he hasn't 
signing an extension with WWE. Elimination Chamber could very well tell us if that extension got signed or not. How close he gets. If he wins it, we know that he got an extension. If he loses, we could be saying goodbye to Drew McIntyre. Where is he going to go? AEW. <laughs> the rest of the misfits? <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, that would be a foolish move on his, but I mean, that's not my money. I don't want to talk about other men's money. So. Well, Tony Khan is going to fucking pop a boner and give Drew McIntyre whatever the fuck he wants. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted to talk about. I, I the only know. match that I would want to see there between Drew and anybody on AEW is a match with Wardlow. That's it. That's all that's out there for, for Drew. That's your boy, Samoa Joe? No. <laughs> I I mean, it, it could be, but Drew is... I think with everything that's going on with Drew right now and the buildup and everything, like, if he's leaving, why the fuck would you let him get this hot? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So... Like, so I don't even think we really have to worry about that. But like I said, you know, he just wants his match. Yeah. And he's pushing for it. And rightfully so. He's doing everything that makes sense for him to get it. He's cutting wicked promos. He's playing this heel spot. I mean, he's literally drawing fucking tears on Cody's poster boards at, you know, in the stadiums or on the fucking bus, you know, whatever he can get his hands on, he's doing phenomenal shit. So he's will it pay off? He's not going anywhere. Will it pay off? Should it? It's yes, it should pay off. I think, I mean, to fight Seth, who would you, who would you want? Who would you want? Who's your favorite? To fight Seth and take the title off of him? Coming out of the out of the elimination chamber. So I have I have my pick. <clears throat> my pick would be either L.A. Knight. Okay. Because a belt does need to be put on this dude. Whether it be the the U.S., the Intercontinental, or the Heavyweight. A strap needs to be put on this guy. Don't fucking put a tag team title on him just to satisfy the masses. Give him something that he can run with for a while. Something meaningful. Something meaningful. Okay. My, my other pick that... I would be okay with Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton with the title would make sense. I think it would be great the way that he's been wrestling. He can he can be a wrestler that wrestles Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday. Right? Okay. Drew, like I said, the way that everything is building up and the way that Drew, where Drew is at, that's... It would make the most sense. It would give him his WrestleMania moment. And let's be honest, Drew would do phenomenal with that strap wrapped around him. However, I mean, 
obviously, let's just get fucking Logan Paul out of there. Yeah. Because that would be this, the dumbest mistake that WWE ever done. But WWE has been known to do shit like that. Why? Because it, get, it pisses off the fans. And WWE has some type of twisted sickness where they like to do that to us. Well, pissed off fans watch more. Yeah, because then they want because they root because they want to see the guy lose. Right. Same thing with Dominic Mysterio. (laughs) The dude barely puts his lips to the mic and everybody's already fucking booing him. Yeah. So they keep throwing him out there. Exactly. So that's what I was saying. Like, I would say Logan Paul is the wild card. You know what? Let's let's go ahead and get into let's get into the predictions. Okay. Okay. Who is your prediction to win the women's elimination chamber? That's tough. You got Bianca. You got Becky. You got Tiffany. You got Raquel. You got Liv. And who do we have left? I'm missing one. Who am I missing? Who are you missing? Let me see. I'm getting there, getting there, getting there, getting there, getting there. Where'd it go? Where did it go? Obviously, the one we're forgetting about is probably the one that's going to win. Let's see. Becky Lynch. Oh, Tiffany, Naomi, I, Raquel. Naomi, that's the one that we forgot about. Yeah. So give me who's your winner and who's your wild card. Tiffany will be the wild card. Okay. Because they're trying to push her really hard. Bianca's my winner. Bianca's your winner? I don't want Becky to win. But they're probably going to have Becky win. If... If Rhea wins, Becky wins, or vice versa, depending on how the match how the matches go. Okay. So my my wild card is I agree with you is Tiffany. Um, I think Raquel is gonna win. Raquel was getting a push to be the one that challenges. I mean, obviously she challenged. Ronda Rousey, she had great matches with her, but there was always something that was holding her back. So Raquel's taking her licks. I think now if we see that she's going to start getting a push, well, it's already, well, I mean, like it's, it, it, I'm thinking WrestleMania, but I think Rock with Raquel coming in right now, there could be very well a good chance she makes the most sense to challenge Rhea and to give Rhea 
the biggest, the hardest time and possibly take the strap off of her so that Rhea can take a break and then Raquel can run with it. I like that. Becky is old already. She needs to go away, rejuvenate, and come back with something different because the man gimmick is, yeah. So go ahead and give me your prediction for the men's. Give me your wild card and give me your winner. So with the men's, I hate to say the who are about to say to be my wild card, but eh, they they are pushing him through the roof right now. Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul's the obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Drew's the winner. Drew, okay. Drew's the winner. So you're going with the safe pick. Yeah. <laughs> There's I mean, no money on the line, Mike. You could be mean, wrong. I mean, <laughs> the other one would be Randy. I don't think they're gonna give it to Bobby Lashley. That's a, that's ship is sailed. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. He's I don't. He needs to go through a whole new thing to get him where he needs to be. Plus, he's running a faction right now. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that would be great to have a title on him. Yeah. But I just don't think they'll do that. He has other, he has bigger problems. Yeah, I, I agree. And then, you know, we talked about L.A. Knight. That would do, that if he was that just skips everything that you said between him and AJ. Yeah, he goes straight to Seth, which I could see them doing that, and I wouldn't mind that because you got two men on the microphone. That was amazing. But I'm gonna go with the safe pick and go Drew. The, So, I want to pick Drew because it makes the most sense. And I would love for Drew to get his WrestleMania moment. Uh, So, I'm going to go a little bit different here. So, I'm going to say... I'm going to say L.A. Knight would be. I'm going to say L.A. Knight wins this. I I can see that. I can. And he gets that opportunity against him and Seth. I think him and Seth cutting promos would be phenomenal. I think this was this would be where we see Drew go even darker because now he doesn't have his moment and we see Drew go on a different path and he is just fucking destroying everyone. My wild card Logan Paul sticks out like a sore thumb. You know what I mean? So we would have to consider him the wild card. So, 
Yeah, that's what I'm going with, but I'm going to say LA Knight wins this. And we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, dude, the match between the two of them tomorrow could definitely... It could give us a smoke screen or it could give us a, some direction and being like, okay, this is where the WWE is going. But like we've been saying all along, this is great. We can't predict it like we used to. There's always that what if factor. Just and that's a beautiful thing. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, because it creates conversation. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. <laughs> Mike, do you want to just vent and get no get no, your I'm okay. I'm okay. get I'm this okay. out get this out of you? I'm okay. <laughs> oh my god, um, I haven't seen any latest rumors, guys, on anything that's going on in the WWE right now. It's been pretty tight lipped. Usually, that happens when we've got a pay per view going on. One of the things that we did find very interesting is we saw that Jade Cargill was kind of pulled from Elimination Chamber talks. They really didn't even put her in with an opportunity to compete for Elimination Chamber. So it's very interesting what's going on with her right now. They give us a small taste, and they give us some excitement at Royal Rumble. And they pull her away. And then they pull her away. So... What's going on? What are... When will we find out? Obviously, we're going to keep our eye on it. The moment that we do see something, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, guys, but Hater Mike over here is uh, <laughs> biting on his lip. <laughs> because... He is not drinking the Kool-Aid that I am pouring in his glass right now for all these storylines that I just developed for him. Big gulp right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for riding along with us on this uh, great time to be a wrestling fan right now. And guys, jerking the curtain is only getting stronger and we're only going to be coming out with more. Again, guys, I promise I am reaching out to every micro on the MWF and the big little brawlers to see if we can score one of them. We got a little bit of attention. We got a like from the main trainer, Cody Hawk. Cody Hawk, right? Yeah, Cody Hawk. And we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe we can get him. But time will tell. I promise you, I literally will be burning up the keyboard, reaching out to these guys and seeing if we can get one, two, three, maybe the whole, maybe the whole group on future episodes. But stay tuned. We got a lot more great episodes coming. We're going to be talking SmackDown, Elimination Chamber results coming soon. And yeah, that's all we got for you. And Mike, acknowledge me. You acknowledge your tribal chief Wait, on this podcast. I was right on the elimination, <laughs> elimination team. You acknowledge me. I got it right. <laughs> Hating our mark. And that county gotta finish his story. <laughs> I'm gonna take the keyboard away from you. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh man, guys, we have a lot of fun on here, and like I said, we're gonna keep it going. So we will be back very soon with all new episodes of Jerking the Curtain. So stay tuned, get ready, and and that uh, Cody gotta finish his story. <laughs>